Welcome back to Marvel Friends After Work. This is a show we talk 70% MCU and 30% nonsense, and that's how we like it around here. So buckle up. We're going to get try to get through a lot for this episode. We're going to mostly talk about Moon Knight Episode 2 because we are doing a rewatch one year later on all of those episodes, and it's very fun. If you missed the first episode, go make sure you check it out. You can find us on Spotify, on Apple, on iHeart, and all the good stuff out there. But before we get to Moon Knight, let's talk about a few things happening just kind of around Marvel. This isn't so much MCU. They are dropping a ton of Lego sets, and I, for one... I'm extremely excited. This is for the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're dropping three new sets, a small one with Groot and Star-Lord, a medium one with Rocket and Baby Rocket, which is really fun. That's a sweet little minifig. And then a $100 big boy of the new spaceship, which looks like an infinity sign. It looks really crazy and fun Lego build. And then they'll turn all the characters along with Adam Warlock, which is extremely exciting. No high evolutionary. But we do get an Adam Warlock Lego mini fig. Does this do anything for you guys? Is this moving the needle at all or not in the slightest? Oh, I'm excited. I want to see the little rocket and I want to see the baby rocket. And I hope we get like his girlfriend, Lila, the other otter. Oh, that would be such a fun little mini be fig cute. special one. Be cute. I love that. The uh, little rocket sounds kind of dangerous. Sounds like you would step on it and it would go like into your foot. But uh, the <laughs> ship is the ship you're talking about is the Bowie, the yeah. new like kind of two rings over each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I bet that looks cool. That ship's yeah. pretty cool design. It looks really yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. I like the uh, I like the idea of you thinking that it's dangerous. That baby rock is dangerous because I thought like kids would swallow it. Yeah, that is kind of dangerous. You're like, no, yeah. that shit will go implanted into your foot. You won't be able to get it removed until next summer. So that yeah, would like a so shard of glass. Like, steals a bone out of the foot. Then. <laughs> Um, let's keep it going with Guardians of the Galaxy. Tickets go on sale on Monday. Are any of us going to rush out and buy our tickets on Monday? I'm just curious. No, no. I'll probably wait till like the week of at the very least. <laughs> Joel, are you afraid of your uh, your movie theater down there in Key West? No, man. Yeah, living living in the Keys, like nobody's there. I could I could wait till the day before opening night and go straight in, and there'd still be like 12 people total. In the theaters. So you guys hear that? If tickets are sold out in your area, go to the Keys. Fly to Key West. It's about four hundred dollars <laughs> each way. One expensive ticket. <laughs> it's well worth it, though. I need well to see it, it on opening tickets day. Tickets still like fifteen bucks down here too, and it's not even three D or anything like that. It was just Dang. regular. Speaking of three D, yeah. are you planning on watching it in three D this year? This this or no? You guys didn't. No. You guys didn't watch Ant Man in three D. Oh, Casey already said no. You too. No, I'm probably I, not. I don't have the option. They don't. Oh, they apparently don't do three or well, they didn't do 3d for quantum mania so i feel like if you didn't do it for quantum mania they're probably not going to do it for i just Guardians. went up to a, a north north michigan this weekend and this really podunk little town and they had a little cinema that's exactly where it was too um and which for anyone who doesn't recognize you just put your hand up and you point to the very tippy top and that's where we were they had a cinema playing one movie five dollar movies in there was their like Sima and I just played one movie and it was Ant-Man and I almost spent five bucks to go watch it just in this like little cinema because I thought it was pretty cool like you don't get that you don't get that love anymore uh Guardians of the Galaxy is also doing another thing they're doing the uh, IMAX early release that on Wednesday before the release so May 4th I think or May 3rd all I think it's 4th. 
Okay, so all three movies will be played in a marathon in a row in the IMAX theater, whatever's closest to you at your local check your local listings. You know, finishing with the last Guardians of the Galaxy, the, and and you get to see the early watch of it, but you also get to see all three movies right in a row. I know it's like in the theater, like so you're sitting in the theater seats, which my IMAX doesn't have great seats. Um, they're not the recliners, but would, is this anything that you guys would even fathom thinking about if it happened to be? You know, within like a thirty-minute drive, is this some or no? Not like you'll sit at home, watch the first two, and then just go watch the third. I wouldn't watch my absolute favorite movie, like franchise, that close together. That'd be insane. I mean, that's like seven hours in the it theater is. sitting. That would drive me out of my mind. No, I couldn't yeah. do that. Okay, that's a lot of sitting, and I don't know that I'd like the people that I'm watching all those movies with for that long. You just got done like, saying there's no one there. Well, that's yeah, true. You'd be that's by true. yourself. <laughs> strangers in general, like I like to watch the movie, pause it, play it, pause it, play it. Right. I, I can't necessarily sit still for however long it is. What is like two hours Seven. of movie, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Six I, hours, a little less than six hours. Do you guys I thought have I heard like, it was going to be like seven. Yeah, I think it's probably like seven hours. Do you guys have like um, the outdoor movie theaters around you guys at all? Like, no. I'm okay. trying to think. I think there might be something, but I've never been to it. Okay, so normally at these, at least in Michigan, you go, you sit in your car and you turn to a radio station and you just watch this movie on a huge projector in your car with your family. It's really fun. It's a good time. Um, but it's two movies. It's a double feature always, whatever you're going to, like double feature. Like I think the last time I went, it was like Shrek 2 and Harry Potter 2 or something like that, whatever it was. It was a long time oh. ago. And uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. I was younger, but it was a lot to sit through those two movies. For me to sit through two movies and then... And then be like, try to be excited for the third movie, which is the real reason I'm really there, like to watch this whole thing, to see it a day early. I would be so exhausted. I would have to have a ton of like monsters. I'd have to have a ton of like energy drinks, just like ripping. Then I'd have to pee the entire time. And it just, <laughs> It'd just be a nightmare. It's yeah. kind of a mess. <laughs> I mean, so, I know for Black Panther, if you watch like the first one, the second one, but that's only two. So that's not that bad, but. That's true. Right, right, right. Um, we'll get off Guardians of the Galaxy, go to another trailer that just dropped, but one we're not going to spend as much time on because technically it's not MCU, but it is still a Marvel drop. And now the MCU is being mentioned and maybe it is in the MCU and maybe we should give it more time a day. I have a few questions about this. this is I'm, I'm referring to Spider-Verse um, or w whatever. It's Spider-Verse 2. I don't know what the actual name of it is. First and foremost... First and foremost, Doctor Strange and Tom Holland's character of Spider-Man gets mentioned in this trailer. Does that is that moving the needle for you to entice you even more to see this movie, or is, are you just right at the same same? I didn't watch the first one, and I really want to, especially with the second one coming out. Plus, I heard a small rumor a while back ago that a live action cameo or scene with Tom Holland Spider-Man was supposed to appear in the second one. I don't know how that would work because it's animated, but so I'm super enticed to see it. Awesome. Yeah. The, I mean, the first one was good. I enjoyed it. I definitely will go watch it. I think them referencing like Doctor Strange and our Tom Holland Spider-Man is just their way of like filling extra seats. Like it's a Sony production, but let's see if we can drag some of these Disney guys over at the same time. So it's yeah. not moving the needle up for you. That specific part, just that, and that's you know, that's that's you're not like, oh, I really got to see this. See how it ties in. You, no, right. if anything, I'm gonna go to go see the the pointing joke. 
where they had all the Spider-Mans pointing at each other, like, oh, you, you, you're the Spider-Man. You're the... I love it. That, that, really? I'll go see it just for that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So on a scale of one to 10, how excited are you for Spider-Verse 2 right this second? I'm going to say an eight and I haven't seen the first one. So I get to watch the first one. Then I, I'm excited to see the second one in theaters this time. Yeah. Seven, seven or eight. Seven or eight. More, not, more than not. not. Yeah. More than that. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for the upcoming Marvel uh, Disney properties, but yeah, I'd leave seven for Spider-Verse. Okay, my follow. My last question on Spider Verse, just to really gauge where we're at, you know, really get the price tag for this, the the temperature, as some would say, are we going to see Spider Verse two in theaters? Like, you think they're just going to release it online, or no, are we no, no, gonna no. Are you theaters? going to see it in theaters? If I like the first one, yeah, I plan to already see it in theaters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably go see it. I didn't see the original one in theaters, so. Just a few it's probably questions. better. Probably you know cooler. What I mean? Yeah, probably. Probably. I haven't seen the first one either. I'm with Casey. I need to also see it. We need to figure out where we can stream that. Probably Sony app, and I'm not paying five bucks for that. But you're right. <laughs> Red. Maybe the library has it. Go to your local library. You know what I mean? That's what I try to tell everyone. The community. Help the community. Help the community. Um, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. Moon Knight episode two. There was a lot going on there was a lot of hilarious like verb uh vocabulary verbiage used in this uh wording it was awesome a lot of one-liners that made me laugh maybe a little bit slower of a start and not as much action overall we did have a solid scene with um the jackal and, and mr knight and moon knight and that was really fun might be a little bit more towards the latter end of the episode but right in the middle was it right in the middle? Man, that seems like the first, the beginning of this episode just dragged on a little bit too long to me. It, it just wasn't, it wasn't ex- like there was a few. Like you couple, didn't enjoy it? Couple good parts. It just was a little bit slower than what I want MCU show. And this is why I don't like the shows is I want some action almost all the time. I want stuff happening. You know what I mean? Like these filler 20 minutes is just not there for me. It doesn't cut it for me. That's my initial thought right out the gate was the beginning was slow and it really did get to pick up at the end. What say you, Casey? I I really like this episode. Maybe it's just because Layla finally gets like her screen debut in it. She's a badass. She's really funny. I think they their chemistry works well between her, even with Steven and Mark and stuff. I think it's I think it's funny. It's great. The whole fight scene with like what was the creature called? Jack. Jackal. Jackal. Yeah. The jackal. It was great. I thought it was hysterical, but it was good action at the same time. I do agree. The first part was a little slow, just a little bit. Because by the time you get to the fight scene, you think it's like, oh, this is ending. Like right here, that keeps going. And you're like, I enjoyed that. So I'm glad it kept going. Enjoyed the fight scene. But uh, yeah, the beginning was a little slow. Overall, right, oh, before you get in, Joel, and I'll ask you the same question too, Joel. Overall, one out of ten on the episode. What what would you what would you give it? Uh, I think I'd go like seven eight. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you'd be a great judge. Uh, you know, seven eight somewhere around there. We'll go seven and a half for Casey. Joel. Okay, the second half was a total eight. Well, overall, it sounds like a seven and a half. So uh, seven and a half. I say eight and a half. Okay. I really enjoyed it. 
Because unlike y'all, see, he I was actually... gonna say like eight or nine, but now he didn't want to get smoked like I did. So he just I gotta go half. higher than you. Yeah, <laughs> eight and a half. Yeah. Now that I know we're doing half points, uh, but I really liked the first like fifteen minutes of it. But mostly because if you like go back and and watch it and think of it as like the uh, it's the MCU's hangover, basically. Like he wakes up, he looks like complete shit. Like he was out all night. See him fall on his face, and then he goes out, and he's literally trying to piece together if that was real or not, or if it was just a dream. And then he shows up in work, and he's like, "Oh crap, yep, that really happened." Tries to get people on his side, can't figure it out. Goes and finds his locker, finds out that he's actually married. You know, a lot of parallels to the Hangover there. Yeah, I can see that. Well, out of that, we got one of the best lines from the security guard where he, he's like, I just started dying laughing. It's very quick, but he's where they're watching him and nothing's happening. And and Steven's like, well, just keep watching. Just keep watching. Flip to the other screen. And he's like, and he says, the security guard says, what are you doing, you donut? <laughs> and I'm using that moving forward and the rest of my life. What are you doing, you donut? What a great line. Just a great line. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Are you crying? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Bro, this is going to melt your mind. (laughs) Just full of these good one-liners right there. Can you imagine being that guy, though? Yeah, I mean, you know. Scotty, what are you doing? I forgot the, when I said the beginning part, yeah, the whole, like, storage unit part there that you mentioned. Yeah, from then on, I give the show an eight. It was, like, just the very beginning. That so it's like the HR scene, which to me, it kind of embolizes him losing his personality, right? He gives him the Steven name and you look down, and you're like, oh, this is a force he's losing. Then he goes on a little bit later and he's like, well, I'm Steven uh, from the gift shop. And he's like, well, actually, I don't work from the gift. He loses his identity throughout this. And Ethan Hawke's character, which I can't remember the, the bad guy's name right now. Harrow. Arthur Harrow. Arthur Harrow. Um, Arthur is, is trying to like be like I can be your life I can give you your identity back just you know what I mean give you that scare but that whole thing was like it's a it's a build up it's a foreshadow it could probably probably be omitted in my opinion but then you get into the locker scene locker 43 which you get into there's a bag with a gun a passport cash and a scarab in it and then there's a cot and some totes in there then you get the best, like one of the like one of the best quick scenes, which is him running from Kanshu. His the first good appearance of Kanshu. That was Thought, great yeah, with the lighting, yeah. the flashing lights. It was good. It was dramatic. I like it. It was dramatic. like a really our first MCU horror scene, other than maybe Ultron. I mean, I guess you could put Ultron as a, a horror creature in there. But yeah, it was kind of terrifying seeing the lights slowly getting close to him and then boom, Kanshu. Yeah. yeah. It was great. And and you got to see a mirror scene with them talking to each other. And that was one of the things I liked about the episode is throughout the episode, there are different crazy scenes with the, the mirrors and reflections. You're watching half the battle at the end with them against the water, reflections of the moon and them jumping across it. And the fishbowl at one point, he's like talking to Layla and he's way across the room, but Mark's right there in the reflection. Uh, Super cool how they did that. I still don't know how they did that, but good CGI work, I guess. I don't know. It is. It is cool. And it's, it was like at the very end, you know, he's like, so this is what it's like to be on the inside. That was my favorite like reflection scene. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. It was, it was awesome. He's like, I don't like it. I'm going to take my body back. (laughs) 
and he grunts yeah. and tries to get out. Um, and then they wake up and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But so they get to the locker. It's crazy. It's a, it's an amazing scene. We had a lot of first appearances. Um, you had mentioned Layla already. Uh, we we had Steven from Inside. That's his first appearance. Kanshu's second appearance. He had a slight one second frame in the first episode, but this is his first big appearance. Mister Knight's first appearance is the first time you get to see the 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 suit, which was a hilarious part. <laughs> it's great. I, I kind of want to jump to what that. Is this? <laughs> what are we wearing? He says to him. He's like, well, well, I, I didn't know, know what the suit meant. <laughs> he said to get a suit. So, I mean, what yeah. did we think about like that appearance on the first watch, the first time we saw, along with? this rewatch it was funny i mean i liked it i liked it because it fit steven's character and i liked that the suit mimicked whatever like the personality of the person who is controlling the body at the time which is now obvious you know steven has more of a europe like put together look and stuff i thought it was great yeah he just went for the classy look he's like you said suit so i dressed up i put a suit on he's like yeah i said like the fighting suit of Khonshu, not psycho Colonel Sanders. <laughs> but that's exactly what I have that written down. Another great one-liner. Yeah. Not psycho Colonel Sanders. And when, he, that's just when he first puts it on, he just yells, suit! And then does his superhero landing and immediately and then, falls over. <laughs> because that is painful. Just loses his balance. As we learn from uh, um, Black Widow's sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elena. So impractical. Yeah. 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 Um, before that though, I didn't mean to jump in front of that. I just got excited because I wanted to talk about that, that Mr. Knight, um, before that we, we see him get abducted, get arrested. Right. And it turns out to be Arthur hollow at Harrow hollow. He's got the long hair. There's no L in it. There's no L in the word. All right. Okay. Harrow. I know that. I know that. I know that. Scarrow. What was it? I'm just joking. Hair. Anyways, um, Hero. Okay. Scarrow. Okay. That's going to help me remember it now. I think it was hilarious when we are introduced to him again, but this time around, he's like, you don't need to listen to Kanshu. What is he saying? Kill me? And Kanshu in the back, kill him. I yeah. loved it Arthur just mocking him the whole time. It was great. It was great. It was great. Grab he his was, throat. He grab his throat. He Crush his like, windpipe. That's it. Crush his windpipe. Yeah. Even more violent. Like, later on, he's like, uh, "What's he saying? Something about he is justice." And 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 that that's kind of when when Stevens like, "Can you hear him? Because you are saying everything that that he is saying." And I just thought it was super interesting. Any any thoughts on that at all on the rewatch? I I really enjoyed it. I loved hearing. Well, I guess in that scene also we find out that Arthur was the previous avatar for Kanshu, which was interesting. Yeah, he definitely seems to want it back. It's like he misses having that that power. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious when he actually became uh, Amit. Is her name right? The goddess yeah. that he says he's. But is he really the avatar like, for her? I don't think he is till like much later. Yeah, I think and he even just then, stole I that don't know cane. if he ever is. Yeah, I think he just stole that cane from somebody, and he's like, "I miss having an avatar and being super powered, basically." So, yeah, because he I says he hunts like, down the cane, from... and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go be Amits because trapped somewhere." Exactly, yeah. like he says, like this is from Amits first or previous avatar, or like first avatar or whatever. First avatar, yeah, and he's probably, 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 first avatar. probably off to that. He dude. probably off to yeah, exactly. Like that's exactly what I was thinking. 
Um, and at that point, though, you're kind of wondering, like, is Ethan Hawke a good guy? Like, you almost start, like, like he's the one trying to, like, calm Steven down and be like, yo. But then you start oh, to yeah. see the, the turn and the... you like killing innocent children. Brainwashing, right. Like, he's like, murder that's a line at child murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of draw the line there. Think yes. of it like an amputation. Which was a, a child is not an infected limb. That was a disturbing ass <laughs> way to like describe <laughs> what his right. terrible Thomas mentality is like. You know, I think but he was his limb. He was definitely pushing that part where he's like, "We should just, you know, if everyone's going to become a sinner, we should just go ahead and kill them off before they have the choice to do it." And he's, you know, definitely talking. You said something about that last episode where you're like, you know, justice without actually having his day in court. Like, this is exactly that. It's like, ah, uh, we think you're gonna do something wrong, so just, yeah, you're going. They're like Matt Murdock gonna get keep this guy from going to jail. We gotta make sure we off him at one years old. But at that point, yeah. like, you know, why didn't they off do the, the roadie style? Do the roadie yeah. style? Yeah. Can't we yeah. just go back in time and find him as a baby and like, you know, <laughs> the words out of my mouth exactly. Piano wire him. <laughs> <laughs> uh the day dark <laughs> it's real we're getting real dark we're getting speaking of dark uh bane did they overdo the bane voice in kanshu casey i don't know if you're familiar with bane in the dark knight trilogy but this no, is a, I'm not. this is a complete replica and joel i know you're familiar <laughs> with that <laughs> oh i need to know do you think they overdid it do you think they like just straight up copied it a little too much like they didn't even try to change their wording or anything they just i don't think it was that bad is that the voice you're talking about <laughs> yes it's Kanchu's yeah. voice it's <laughs> i mean terrible. it was definitely raspy but so the the guy who actually voices him is like an old man like his voice is he's like somebody you would want to read you a novel like very well spoken you you'd want to hear him reading out a, a very sophisticated book to you so for him to put on the raspiness gave it that little bit of extra might be menacing instead of like your grandpa reading to you you know that, i think I it was necessary coming, coming from someone who doesn't know like what it's kind of being copying off the like i thought it was fantastic for conscious <laughs> voice i mean it's yeah. very fitting like it just it fit like the God kind of like sound. It didn't make it. Yeah, it didn't sound like your grandpa was talking. You know, it added like an element to it. So, I mean, coming from someone who doesn't know, wouldn't know that. It's like, no, I think it was perfect. So, I right. mean, I think they made the right call. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. I am going to add to our chat uh, uh, just a little side by side snippet of these two talking. And you'll you'll get what I'm talking about. I, I had to ask that. Are we getting it? Well. No, we're not. Yeah, <laughs> Joel has no idea what he's doing right now. For there's a little bit of a feedback on the screen. <laughs> um. All right. So that's the guy who voices Conchu. Yeah. Oh shoot. Okay, I can see it now. All right, <laughs> wow. for everyone listening, go look up the guy who voices Conchu, and then find this really goofy picture of him looking like an old man and that's what we're I'm gonna, F, like on F our Murray. instagram i'm gonna take the cast and then like show the characters and show like who voices yeah. and who's talking each one f murray abraham is his name 
Dang, it sounded like you're like F Murray Abraham. Yeah, I know. It's like, what did Murray Abraham do to you, my brother? F that old grandpa, man. Sounds a very Catholic guy right there. Are you kidding me? Has a Catholic family if I've ever heard of it. Oh, I like that. Um, all right. So what was the best moment of this show? Oh, Joe, Just you go like first. That. I want to think I mean, harder. I, I really liked when they were inside that. Uh, his storage unit, his lockbox. I think that little turn where they actually start talking to each other. I think that's pretty good. Uh, and then right after that, you come out and you get to see Kanshu being like kind of terrifying. That's that's pretty good. Like I, you know, watching the Disney movies and stuff, you don't think that they're gonna go that dark. This was way before Moon Knight, so I was like, or way before Werewolf by Night. Oh. Too many nights, a lot of nights. Yeah, and that was that was pretty pretty scary. Between that and the jackal in this episode, some pretty pretty scary scenes. An invisible creature fighting him, you know, that was pretty good too. <laughs> um I anything with Layla was honestly a great part of the show. I loved seeing her fight the invisible jackal to herself. You know, like she couldn't see it. Oh, um stabbed him with the, the storage lock. Glassed him. Yeah, oh, she, she shanked the fuck out of him. <laughs> That's pretty good for not being able to it's see something. Am I in his mouth or what? Yes. Well done, Layla. The storage locker whole scene, we already talked about that. That was great. But I really liked like the very ending where Khonshu and Mark just like had the conversation after Mark like broke the glass and everything to get rid of Steven's voice. I thought that oh. scene was great. It was emotional. It was heavy. It kind of showed like the stakes, especially. And it showed his care for Layla. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. He got was getting under uh, Stephen was getting under Mark's skin there, and it was very crazy to see that. I uh, I would say that my first watch a year ago, the my favorite scene was the locker scene and getting that first appearance of Kanchu and like that that scaredness, almost heart beating, racing. Um, this time, I would say that fight with Jackal was the Jackal was just outstanding, very Fight Club esque. It was. Yeah awesome like very just fight club he's fighting himself he's punching the, the old lady's like man it's just a fancy drunk don't worry about it like just yeah that was great great, great stuff i thought that whole scene he go we get the, the iconic line of i stay you know float like a butterfly sting like a bee blah 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 i'm steven my name is steven with a v yeah. steven with a v so that was probably the best most iconic line that we got for a year ago and it still is today so i really liked that scene that was my favorite scene um but yeah, I mean, any other final thoughts? So this is a, this is your get your final thoughts. Anything we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? For the, the golden last- statue guy made a second appearance. Yes, it's back again. His and sidekick. Yeah. We didn't. Important, isn't it? I should check that out. I should check that out. He he brings him into his uh, little commune, which is actually a pretty looks like everything's going pretty well in the commune, despite the fact that they want to kill babies. The soup seems really good. Growing all these vegetables, mm-hmm. and that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, when did this take place? It's got to be post end game, like after the the blip where everybody snapped back. So I bet half the people in this were the displaced, like snapped back, don't have a job, don't that's have a house theory. to live in anymore. He was probably like, "I got you. Come live in my little commune. We'll feed you. We'll watch See, whales. You just gotta I wear always... purple. Lots of maroon going on." Learn different yeah, languages. Watch whales. If you have an impure thought, strange. if you have an impure thought, I might kill you. You know what I mean? But you'll have lentil soup, so you'll be good. Dolphins. There's a chance. So, there's a chance dolphins, that Moon Knight so. is 
from another um, universe. Think so. There's nothing like really to tie him into our universe. I mean, he could be from Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man's universe. You know, there's nothing that says he's the, from the GRC. Pops up on the van, so that's what maybe be like. Oh, that's the same GRC from Falcon. Except and the for Soldier. universes are similar. Yeah, yeah. I see, I see what you're saying. Which would be kind of crazy. We actually like in the next coming movies, like King Dynasty, which he is said to appear in. You know that. You get you someone wouldn't. else already from another universe, someone that's already established too. That would be and not nuts. just a local. We are watching like two Earth universes without knowing it. I Earth think that'd be six really nine, fun. Six nine. That would be or six nine six nine. Uh, that's, that could be it. That's the Earth I want to live on. Um, uh, <laughs> um, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, let's tell them where they can find us. Let's kill off this episode. This was a good one. Moon Knight episode two. Thank you for listening. Find us on Twitter at Marvel F A W. Casey, you can find us on Instagram at Marvel Friends After Work underscore podcast, and on Reddit at Marvel F A W underscore podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and iHeartRadio. Pretty much anywhere and everywhere you can find podcasts, we are there talking about Marvel and a ton of nonsense. This this was more of a nice, uh, you know. I feel like we didn't get too too <laughs> off the rails on here. So yeah, well done, Stay everyone. Within topic. Yeah, we tried to. There was a lot to go through, so we just kind of buzzed, busted right through it. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Go Marvel. See ya. Join our commune.